after the action, it's your reaction. 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. I don't think any of the Celtic fans have left Celtic Park yet. The party atmosphere is in full swing. Ange Postacoglu and Joe Hart, the latest to be posing. With the trophy They rounded it off In some style A 6-0 victory Against Motherwell This afternoon It was trophy day It was goodbye To Callum McGregor And Tom Rogic It had all the ingredients For a powerful And emotional day And it looks like It's delivered For the Celtic fans If you weren't there today And you've been listening to us Or watching on Let's hear from you 01419511025 Ken Is in that bracket Who was that to watch Ken? And to be honest, it was fantastic to watch. I was welling up when I was talking to Chris on the phone, and you know, such a, a great game to to, to finish with. For great send off for it's near and near beaten and Tom Rosic. You said Callum McGregor, so it's a, a great send off for them. Loved Angie's speech, and I'm really looking forward to the future under Angie. See what the future holds, and see how much better we come back. And if it's much better, then everyone else should watch out. Is it you? I mean, Ken saying he was emotional, he was welling up. I don't think he'll have been alone. No, amongst no. the Celtic fans, uh, I looked at several people in the crowd crying. But uh, you know, this is a day about reflection, about how far Celtic have come in a year. It's a day of celebration because, as Gordon and Mark both know, you have to celebrate your high moments because enough low moments come along thereafter. Uh, so it's a real big day for the Celtic players, the fans, Ange Postecoglou. They will party until it's dark, uh, and then they'll go on thinking about next season. On a serious note, they've been wonderful. Thirty-two games in a row, no defeats. Next season, they have to be mindful of Europe as well. Sign a calibre of player that will enable Celtic to be better in Europe than they have been of late. All of that is for tomorrow. Today is about a party. I mean, Ken, how do you how do you look back on it all now that it's you know it's done, it's official, the trophy's in the air, the line has been drawn under it. How, how would you sum up your feelings as a Celtic fan? Well, I mean, the way last season ended at the start of this season, you, you, you hope for a title. You always got to hope, but you never really didn't really expect this at the end of this season. You're not just of this, but the League Cup. And at the start, it was, oh, are we going to have to see him again? Especially losing those three games. And the players, especially Carter Starfield, he just didn't feel like he was a Celtic fit and he just grew into it. And then the, the belief starts to take over. And they've, they've done it, yes. You can hear Ken is emotional. Mark, that's yeah, what football yeah, does to you. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm just looking at Callum McGregor there with the trophy, and Hugh says there's enough lows that come along. Well, Celtic were at a low point last year at Tannadice, live on the TV again, and the cameras were there to pick up the players' disappointment and to think a season on, you you see him with a the trophy there going over to the Celtic fans in the celebration, and it's it's just incredible how much has changed in that time, and that's that's what makes you know the supporters like Ken so emotional because it just seemed it just seems so. Out of Celtic's reach To get to this moment You know Nobody believe it Ken's right And highlighting the start of the season Because it, it, it went with everything That was said in the summer it, That it could never happen That was never possible With this manager They would get nowhere near it And then The first You know Six weeks of the season Came along And that proved right But to change it 
after the Livingston game and to get things rolling in the right direction took you know it just took a monumental effort from not only mm. Ange Postacoglu the coaching team in place as well and the players I mean I noticed that the most recent player for instance I'm just going to pick this one out because it's happening in front of us is Anthony Ralston takes the trophy yeah. goes over to the Celtic fans raises it the roof comes off again imagine a year ago saying that Celtic will win the league first of all oh and Anthony Ralston will get a standing ovation at the end as he raises the league trophy That you know there's so much about this Hugh that was impressive but unexpected The previous season Anthony Ralston Had played one game mm. Played in one game So Under Ange Postacoglu He has been Reborn As a Celtic player There would have been people Who did not remember That Anthony was still At the club But He scored in the first league game Against Hearts at Tynecastle Ended in defeat But he made his mark On the game And he has continued to do so One of the moments That you can recall From this season Will forever be the goal against Ross County In the 97th minute in Dingwall Anthony Ralston scoring that goal And then sparking a field invasion of the Celtic fans Because they knew how important those three points were Anthony Ralston stands as a story of courage Someone who was not rated by the Celtic support Was not rated by the previous management Had only one game last season And is now a championship winner Ken, how do you feel about Ange Postacoglu tonight? Oh, I mean, the, the, the guy, the guy is. There's, there's been so many words used about the guy over the, over the season that he kind of ran out of them for him. But you know, he's a, he's a godsend. You know, I mean, I didn't know how close he was when he when he came and oh, just yeah, I mean, you got to love the guy. Yeah, he's right. The way he comes across in the media, and and Daz is his best pal for years gone by. So you, he, he's the only one that so, so emotional. I've got to say, he's got to take enormous credit. He came in under a lot of pressure, no staff. He's turned this into a very good football side. Good to watch. Easy on the eye. Six goals today. Over a piece of the season, ninety-two goals, lost twenty-two. The job he's done with the players at his disposal in one year. You've got to take your hat off to him and say it's been incredible. I mean, Andrew McLean, it's not clearing up anytime soon. No, normally when these celebrations go on and a, a team does a sort of lap around the pitch, the stadium sort of empties as the, the team pass those bits, but everyone, pretty much everyone, is still at the stadium at the moment. And a nice moment as well at the moment coming out the tunnel is the families and the friends of the players who are now on the pitch, just able to share that moment with the Celtic players after they'd gone round and greeted all four stands here at Celtic Park and, and lifted the trophy to give everyone in the stadium their own moment to celebrate but that's going on at the moment there's there's the selfies with the family and friends the hugs, the embraces at the moment and certainly when these celebrations go on I think these Celtic fans will also take time to think of some of the people who can't be here today and who will certainly do a better job than me of summing it up but People that you know, legends that have been lost by Celtic this season, the likes of Joseph Bengloss, Wim Janssen, and Bertie All, who passed this season, can't share this moment. But many Celtic fans will be thinking of them tonight as well. Well, in his speech to the crowd, Ange Postacoglu mentioned how he and his family had been embraced by Celtic. He has embraced Celtic Football Club. And he has clearly fallen in love with everything about the club About the fans And about the people he works with And Andrew's 100% correct That moments like this there will always be 
People in the crowd who will remember Vim Janssen Who won the title that prevented Rangers from getting 10 in a row Ange Postacoglu picked up the pieces of a football club Who had lost the chance to get 10 in a row And he has in the space of a year Made everything right again He's got his two boys out there in the park Wearing Celtic strips He's got his wife It's a lovely family shot The two boys look Extremely Ecstatic about the whole thing themselves And Mrs Postacoglu I'm sure has been taken aback Because this is not the Japanese way Of doing things Mm. And that's where they have lived For a couple of years But Ange Postacoglu Tonight Celtic folk hero you very rarely stop to think about the human side of it Hugh yeah. is a a man forget about the football manager it's a man who had to uproot his family move from the other side of the world into an environment by the way that everyone was telling him he was going to fail yeah. the other people were telling him they'd never heard of him he was second choice for the job yeah. so you know you would uh, you would uh, you wouldn't grudge him being fairly satisfied this afternoon what peter lawwell said after he had spoken to Ange Postacoglu In the wake of Eddie Howe having turned down the job Peter Lawwell said I've met a man who has the courage Of his convictions And the courage of his convictions Meant that Ange Postacoglu overcame the fact That he was in another continent He was taking up the reins At a club that had fallen apart And he Was dealing with People behind the scenes like John Kennedy and Gavin Strachan That he did not know He has brought it all together And won the title Only a man who has absolute courage In his own convictions can do that I mean Andrew McLean He was in Japan before this So this has been a a hectic period Going from there to here And, and trying to get it all sorted He might be from Australia But he's um he's been on the move Trying to make things happen for Celtic yeah, Ange Postacoglu was saying after the game on Wednesday night He hasn't been in Australia for over two years With everything that's been going on He hasn't been home And there was a, a look of relief on his face When someone had mentioned that there was only one game to go Because he's deserved that rest Ange Postacoglu And he says he's looking forward to just being able to go home Relax for a bit I know he says they never stop He, he may stop for a couple of days But the life of a football manager There's always something happening And the planning for next season will have already started And I'm sure when he wakes up tomorrow morning there'll already be things on the move to try and plan for those Champions League group stages, to try and plan for pre-season, but Ange Postacoglu and some of these players as well, look at the likes of uh, you know, Dyson Maida, you've got Kyogo in there as well, guys who had played full seasons over the course of 2021, who have played full seasons and then continued that on until this summer, so it has been a, a tireless period, a tireless year two years for Ange Postacoglu and some of these players so I think they'll enjoy being able to have these celebrations at the moment but be able to sit down reflect spend some time with their family spend some time with their friends before the chaos commences next season again Uh, It's going to be an incredible afternoon as you can hear the GBX is on here from 6 by the way but I think it started already uh, at Celtic Park and by you remember last night we were auctioning off tickets for a £5 donation to Cash for Kids Xander Urquhart from Airdrie won the two tickets he was delighted because he had left his ticket for the game in his wallet then lost his wallet and we managed to replace the tickets so there we go we raised some good funds for for Cash for Kids as well every penny going towards helping children who need it most on our patch right here in Glasgow 
and the West. So it, you know, it was a win-win. Well done to Xander. Hopefully, he's enjoying his day. Well, they've got the Hooli music on now at Celtic Park. If my old ears did not deceive me, uh, so they'll take a while to leave. Mm. Kyogo seems to enjoy that sort of music, doesn't he? He's, so he's, he's oh wow, yeah, he's certainly embraced that side of the the city. Thank you Ken 01419511025 The open line is here Celtic fans Sum up your joy This afternoon Rangers fans of course You've got joy of a different kind And it's all heading towards Seville On Wednesday After a good result At Tyne Castle You can pick up the phone as well And anyone else out there Now is your time 01419511025 And we'll speak to you next The games are over The talking begins 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line And just like that The top half of the Scottish Premiership Is done That is the season over For the top six In our Premiership It's been quite the season Celtic are the champions And they've been handed the trophy In uh, an emotional afternoon At Celtic Park Happiness of course Lifting the trophy Sadness at seeing Tom Rogic leave Some people moved by the words Of Ange Postacoglu And uh, quite a lot to take in But we're here until 4 o'clock So there's lots of time for you to get in touch on the phones 01419511025 Laurie is a Celtic fan from Deniston And he is on the line Sum up your emotions today Laurie Uh, Exhilaration Uh, Ecstasy Euphoria Anything else, any any other superlative you want to use, but uh, also a bit of humility on my part because I was one of the callers way back in August uh, who came on the programme uh, and expressed serious misgivings, doubts and reservations about Ange Postacoglu. I thought his style of play was unsustainable. I, I thought there was going to be a burnout. I, I thought it was naive. And I am pleased today to say Ange, you have proven me spectacularly wrong. Oh, that's all the endorsement he'll need, Hugh Keevans. Forget the Manager of the Month awards, forget the title. He's got Laurie on here eating humble pie. Laurie doesn't need to take the burden on his shoulders. You can fill Celtic Park with those who were sceptical when Ange Postacoglu's name was mentioned as the next Celtic manager. So, Laurie, he has taken everyone by surprise. After six games, three defeats. After 38 games, a 32 game run without a defeat That's why Celtic won the title It's not about what other teams did or did not do If you go 32 games without losing If you refuse to lose You become champion, Laurie Absolutely, Hugh, yep, yep. What's, it, what's impressed you the most, Laurie? I mean, I, I get the unexpected nature of it Is, is probably what, what's underpinned the full thing But is there anything else that that's impressed you the most? It's just the, the positivity uh, of the squad uh, throughout. Uh, you could sense that there was an intrinsic belief uh, of the players and what Ange Postacoglu uh, was looking for them to do. Uh, and he never wavered uh, in his philosophy. Uh, I came uh, unstuck. It's just, I think it's the most marvellous achievement managerially uh, for a, a debutant season at Celtic. Uh, since the man I'm looking at, uh, looking at uh, in the screen just now, Martin O'Neill uh, achieved uh, when he uh, was asked to stop the Rangers cash cow and juggernaut that was uh, under David Murray and Dick Advocate at the time. Uh, and I think he had a, a similar mountain to climb. I think the previous season, that team he inherited had finished uh, over 20 points uh, behind. But I think even uh, Big Ange is maybe even more impressive because... 
He inherited a team that was in total disarray, right? 12 departures, uh, 12 arrivals. Never for a minute did I think we were going to be genuine uh, contenders for the title. I thought it was going to be a season of transition, uh, and I thought that any likelihood of Silverwood uh, was a, a very remote possibility. The comparison I would draw, Laurie, would be with Vim Janssen. When Vim Janssen came in, again, people thought, what are they doing? And ironically, he came in from Japan as well. And Rangers had their nine in a row and were going for ten. Celtic then proceeded to lose their first two games. And people wanted Vim Janssen out there and then. But Vim Janssen held his nerve. And Murdo McLeod was there to guide him every step of the way. And what Vim Janssen achieved in that season was quite remarkable. Ange Postacoglu had the other side of the coin. Celtic had lost a chance to get 10 in a row. The club had fallen into disarray and disrepair. And Ange Postacoglu turned that chaos into triumph. So for me, the direct comparison I would make would be Vim Janssen to Ange Postacoglu. Consistency is something that, that Laurie alludes to, Gordon. But that actually covers... A lot of ground in this occasion Consistency of result Obviously That's how you win the league And you look at the unbeaten run Consistency of performance Mostly Consistency though Even in the ways As Laurie said The way he set up the team The tactics mm. He's never wavered Consistency in his messaging It's always been very clear To the players And then to the media Consistency in the way That he's handled himself a long season Have we heard Ange Postacoglu Really get caught up in, in much of our madness You know what we're like We'll obsess about Marginal offsides And refereeing decisions And some of the politics That can go along With Scottish football He's consistently Stayed away from that He's done it his way And it's worked He's handled it brilliant You can't You can't uh, be negative with him He's come into this country Under severe pressure Because everybody was waiting For him to fail Everybody was waiting To have him out by Christmas I don't blame Celtic fans Gordon Because After the year that Rangers had And then trying to win back the league Having a look at all the players that left They were thinking We need a safe pair of hands The people that got to take a lot of credit And we don't hear Is the fact that Whoever, whoever went out And identified this guy and convinced him to come to Celtic, and he's just taken that on, and he's just he's he's signing, he's made players better, he's handled the press great, he's won the love of the fans, he's won a double which nobody could believe, and the one thing I liked about him out of everything that you can pat him the back for is, I thought his emotion today, another night at Tanadice, shows what kind of man he is. I think winning the league's the most important thing, Mark. Maybe it's just me who's obsessing a bit more about words and so on. You know, that's not the priority, but it's nice to have that. It's nice to have the full package. That's why the fans like him so much. And he, even his speech yeah. there at the end, he's got this knack of saying absolutely the right thing for the Celtic fans, but in a very casual little, oh, this just came to me way. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's sign offline. Uh, looked like it came. Just upon him But I bet you had that rehearsed And it's a good message To put across But I, you're right Gordon I think his very first press conference Was key How he sat down Was going to be key To how the Celtic supporters Reacted to him right away And he's he's so easy With the media side It becomes natural For him uh, Everything he says is In a positive way You're right about You know he's 
I can't remember many times that he's blamed referees or anything like that when Celtic have had poor performances or poor decisions go against them, and that's quite likable. I think you see that reflected throughout the other teams in the league and and, and their supporters. You know, even some Rangers supporters say he, he looks like, you know, a good guy and he gets the message across right. That is unique, especially in this city. So, uh, you know, he's ticked a lot of boxes this year, but he's got another huge challenge on to, to even better what he's done this year. And well, I said moments ago that he's no one that looks like he, he, he'll sit and rest for two weeks before getting to the... The job in hand I think he'll be right at it In the next few days That's That's the kind of character He seems to be right, Let's speak to John Thank you Laurie For your call John's and Bishop Briggs Sum up your Day today John Oh it's been brilliant It's just starting uh, It's a long way to go If it finishes And I phoned up During the week And I says Obviously That was the starter Just on Wednesday And this is the day up today Because it's sweet uh, I was at Brendan Rogers Once he's on the, the Invincible treble As of that title That day And compared to See that to the day it's ten times different. There's something in there. There's a buzz in there. And obviously, what a, what a Joe Bans Port Chicago has done. And we'll, they'll hear us today. Rangers will hear us today. They'll celebrations. And honestly, I'm a bit emotional now. And Duncan, oh, my body's my body's buzzing. Honestly, I just oh, what a day, what a day, and it's just starting. I mean, Hugh, the comparisons to, to Brendan Rodgers. I don't think we have to sit and analyse whether. You know he's better or worse or whatever. You know, that that can be done in time, but uh-huh. but the impact on the Celtic fans, that sort of thing that you can't measure, yeah, is is got to be comparable. It's it's there. If you can endear yourself to the fans while building a team from scratch, then you have all the tools in the the box. Uh, Ange Postecoglou will go on from here. Very interesting to see the kind of transfer window that he has, but. Today, in isolation, uh, he enters Celtic folklore, the fans party until midnight and probably beyond. And then tomorrow, I think Ange Postacoglu has to take a break. I, I think the, the guy has worked himself into the ground. So after a suitable period of time, he will then come out and Celtic have the luxury of not having to play Champions League qualifiers. But when does it take a break, you? You know, there's, there's football right now. now. Football nowadays, there's very little time to that bunch of players will be back at Lennox Town, and we all know the manager has to start way before the players get back. So I, I get what you're saying. He must need a rest because the weight that he's carried on his shoulders this year has been huge. But but now he's got help. Now he's got Mark Lawwell, director of recruitment, uh, and they know each other and they can work together. The man. I'm not a doctor That's the Dazzlers department yeah. he, he, I, I'm with you Hugh I, He needs I, I to, a break I totally Talk agree to I, think, I think the caravan Nansrother will come in handy for him <laughs> uh, But he definitely needs to get away Whether it's for a week or so Recharge the batteries Modern What's, what's happened to the show? What are we doing here? <laughs> I'm giving Ange for the Lifestyle <laughs> advice what, what, what just happened? Get Andrew to ask him If he's interested <laughs> in the Keevan's caravan John enjoy your night Please drink responsibly John and everyone else Please do that if you can uh, 01419511025 More of your calls coming up Celtic fans How are you feeling? Rangers fans This must be the oddest Of trophy days Where you don't lift the trophy But I'd imagine You're pretty excited About the week coming up So pick up the phone And talk to us We'll speak to you next After they play 
You have your say. 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Hugh Keevans, Mark Wilson, Gordon DL are here. It's 0141 951 1025 or it's Twitter at Clyde SSB. I think fans are starting to leave Celtic Park about what, an hour after the game finishes. We'll hopefully hear from Ange Postacoglu, but we'll definitely hear from more of you. So pick up the phone. And talk to us Rangers fans Keen to get your thoughts today as well uh, Ahead of Wednesday evening Let's start with Brian Who's a Celtic fan How are you feeling today Brian? Just champion Absolutely champion I mean listen guys I mean See see, We've heard those superlatives From the beginning of the season To the end of the season How how things have changed I said earlier in this I've lost Brian I want to know what he said Left his hand in there Earlier yeah. in the season um, He must have said something That was really wise <laughs> If you quote yourself You must have said Something really wise <laughs> yeah, I bet he's feeling champion Hugh That just about sums it up For yeah, a lot of Celtic the, fans That's the way everyone will feel I can only imagine What's going on around uh, Celtic Park right now And uh, into the town centre uh, All over the country in fact uh, It's a lovely day I'm wondering why I brought a brolly in to work with me as I, look I, out I didn't see that by the way When I went out there I saw that you had an umbrella And I thought yeah, He must be using it for shade yeah. I, I, I took, It was a rain market confused me I, I took caution to new heights But uh, anyway the, the, the fans will lap it up in the sunshine uh, And Ange Postacoglu Gave them a present And the best presents Are always the ones That have come as a total surprise to you And unless Brian's about to tell us That he knew On day one of the season That Celtic would win the title It must have come as a surprise Mm, To Brian as well We've got him back We lost you Brian When you said I said earlier in the season And then it cut off Right okay I've said earlier in the season That I expect to win The league Every year Every year I expect us to win the league every year Because Of the resources we've got Because Our 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 Efforts for winning because it is just in your DNA to, to be. My thought at the beginning of the year is how can we win the league? How can this happen? Now, bearing in mind the state that we were in at the end of last season, and in fact, all the way through the season, uh, going through the 10 and all that, uh, we, we, we didn't seem to uh, get off the mark at all. But we'd been nine, nine titles in a row before that. And we've always pushed for the title. So for to say this is a miracle, Hugh, I, I uh, you know, like I took umbrage to that. But today I take no umbrage at all. I'm looking at a football team that is in its infancy, and it's won the league. Um, not a canter as it's won in some seasons, but if you can imagine with the with the um, resources we're going to pick up, and Ange Postecoglou has not even. Got himself off the, the, the starting block. He's, he's champion in Scotland in his first season. He put a marker down when we won the League Cup. Uh, we, we lost uh, narrowly to Rangers in the Scottish Cup. We didn't do well in Europe. But again, that transitional period, that whole rebuilding situation, should not have seen us champions. It should have seen us building with a view to next year. To build. Now, now Celtic fans are expecting something in Europe because this man seems to have a bit of a Midas touch. This man seems to have the Celtic way of playing football, a hard, fast, triangular, get forward, get the goals. Today was an epitome of what I expect for Celtic, regardless of the seasons, regardless of whatever's going on. That is the kind of football 
that you pay for to go and watch. That's the kind of football we want to watch. Well, and, and I don't know why you're taking umbrage then, because uh, I think the, you'd be saying you took umbrage earlier in the season. I think was the, was the, the point. The, the vast majority of Celtic fans I'm standing beside a former Celtic player Who said that at the start of the season He could never have imagined that the title would be won uh, That's why, as I say The best presents are the ones that are surprised And after six games You were entitled to be sceptical After 38 games and a 32 game run with no defeats You're entitled to understand what won Celtic the title It was unbelievable consistency I mean, I I get all that, Mark. I get you know why Celtic and Rangers fans try and have this unwavering faith in their team because that's who we are and it's in our DNA. And I I know that it sounds good and it sounds dramatic, but you know it wasn't in Celtic's DNA last season when they won when they lost the league. That that's quite obvious. So by saying you know we accept we just expect to win the league, it almost diminishes what's happened here because the whole success of it. Is the unexpected nature Yeah Well there's got to be a bit of realism At the start of every season I, I get that supporters Expect their team To win the league Especially Celtic and Rangers Because That's what they've been brought up with Some young Celtic fans Have been spoiled Let's be honest Over the last 11 years In terms of what they've witnessed So I, I get that they expect it But When when you see everything that went on At Celtic uh, At the tail end of last year and you see everything that went on at Rangers when you know it was the opposite where they were celebrating and the squad stayed together. I mean, you've got to realistically look at it and think oh, it would have taken an almighty effort to overturn that, and you know to witness that happening is it was just incredible. So, you know, I get that fans back their team; they've got blind loyalty, but they must have at the start of the season thought that this was out of even Ange Postecoglou's reach. Yeah, I think at the start of the season, I don't think anyone's seen the season unfold in the way it did, Gordon. Um, you know, Brian's right there. He put down a marker early with the League Cup, and you're thinking, right, okay. And I, I think the style of football's been excellent. Some of the games you've watched, you're thinking, yes, good attractive football, scoring plenty of goals, 92 over a campaign, only losing 22. They've been exceptional. Um, he's transfer windows have all been a success. Everyone's played their part. Um, but it's just been a remarkable year for Postacoglu. And I think, like everyone else, he's now mm. learned uh, about the year in Scotland. He'll know better. He'll educate himself again. He'll move on. And he'll be looking at Europe next year. Well, here's the thing. Sunday the 26th of September, Celtic won, Dundee United won. Do you remember it? Uh-huh. I'm going to play what Ange Postacoglu had to say at full time that day. I know people are wanting to push me on some kind of edge of a ledge somewhere. It's just not going to happen. I, mean, I don't worry about those things. I look at how my team's playing and what we're trying to create. And, you know, I know it frustrates people because I know they want me to say that. I don't know what they want me to say, to be honest with I know what the club's about. I know what the expectations are. And I believe the road we've started on will get us there. So uh, we'll just keep going. It's a weird league. You call things early here, don't you? I mean, it's... Um, it's, it's quite remarkable that, um, what are we, seven games in and, and people are calling the, the title already. I mean, it's not just how I work. And, uh, you know, I'm not, uh, we're not pulling up stumps after seven games just because uh, yeah, other people seem to think that there's some sort of insurmountable challenge out there for us. If, we didn't, if we're not playing, if we weren't playing well and we were struggling through things, then by all means I'd be, I'd be looking at things a lot differently. But 
with the efforts we're putting in at the moment and the football we're playing and the chances we're creating and what we've got to come back into the team, I just see it totally differently. A very insightful reminder of how it was. Uh, I go back to Peter Lawwell's quote after speaking to Ange Postacoglu. He said, this is a man with the courage of his convictions. With 31 games stretching ahead of him, but Celtic not having uh, managed to win any more than three of their first seven, uh, it didn't look the way it looks today. So he was a man, he is a man with the courage of his convictions and that courage has seen him through. You have to take your hat off to that, Mark Wilson, because... It's easy for people to turn around today and say, ah, look at you, you know, you're all scoffing back then and you got it wrong back then, but anyone can do that. And most people were, even Celtic fans, you know, thinking the league was unlikely. But for him to say that in September, yeah. he was saying at the time, you're all overreacting. He's not saying it now, in hindsight, he was saying it at the time and you can't argue. It's pretty impressive stuff when you hear that because you quite often forget about moments like that where the manager, you know, has to deal with all that pressure on his shoulders and he's the one that has to come out and, and face the media. You know, the players get guarded quite often by the manager, so as disappointing a result that was at the time and Celtic fans might have thought it was all crumbling in again and not and right. He stood firm and he he was right, he he totally believes in what he has to say. Sometimes managers come out and say things for effect. And just to maybe gloss over things Paper over the cracks He actually believed at that point what he was saying And it's proved true That's the impressive thing about the whole season I've got to say uh, Listening to his interview there going, I was very disappointed in him He said that after seven games we call it We call it in July He has <laughs> to learn that uh, I, I, I've just I, I've liked everything this guy's Achieved and done since he came in He's handled it brilliant He's not get carried away He's not get caught up in everything He's just I keep going back to saying He looks a manager In control of a football club uh, Let's go to the phones again We'll bring in Chris Who is a Rangers fan from Dumbarton This must be a strange day Chris Where your rivals get the trophy But you're actually In a great headspace Regarding your team Hi, good afternoon guys um, Yeah, absolutely it's, it's really weird I mean, clearly our, our game today um, is, is playing second fiddle um, For obvious reasons And, you know, rightly so But um, I think uh, Van Bronckhorst um, Has, you know, still been able to use today To, you know, the maximum potential for us um, When I saw the team line up Come out today I actually thought that that's spot on um, Not only was he thinking ahead to Wednesday But he's clearly thinking ahead to to next Saturday um, as well. Um, he's giving guys like Ramsey, Arfield, Davis, Balgan, uh, McLaughlin, all these guys minutes who probably won't start on Wednesday but could feature either as substitutions or if there's an injury. But he's also bringing in like to Lowry and some of the young guys who might be in the back of his mind for, for Saturday. Um, and one of the most pleasing things, I think, was that um, despite all those changes And you know, don't get me wrong I'm, I'm not under the impression That that game today Or that Hearts Is representative of what we'll see Next week But it was still um, Extremely comfortable um, And we've been able to get a lot out of it Whereas on the flip side for Hearts um, They played a lot more of their Kind of regular players And they've actually seen injuries To a couple boys And Haring Was the other one come off um, It could be detrimental to them So obviously you don't wish those Those guys You know any ill effects uh, in any footballer, but it's it could kind of play into our hands more. So I think, yep, yeah, bit of a sideshow today, but I think Van Bronckhorst showed again tactical astuteness and awareness to 
Make the most out of the situation He's been dealt at the moment Yeah Gordon It couldn't really have gone any better Under the circumstances for Rangers No one wants to lose the league No one wants to be playing a dead rubber At the end of the season But we all know Sevilla's there Scottish Cup final round the corner So Today was just about You know Getting getting through And if you can do that Whilst winning the game Bleeding youngsters And playing well Then the fans are going to be delighted I, feel, I, I totally agree with Chris After witnessing today's game Gordon I think that From Wednesday there Playing his uh, strongest 11 That's going to probably start next week Apart from Lowry will probably not uh, Be in that starting 11 He's planning his preparation Is spot on He's got it spot on He's thinking ahead He's planning ahead Yes sometimes Little things get thrown in You maybe get a, a little knock And it's up until kick off Or whatever But he's got the gist Of what he's doing To two massive games Coming up Biggest one on Wednesday Of course it is And then the Scottish Cup final But I'll tell you what He will be delighted with tonight You go to Tencas I don't care if it's the Cup final Next uh, week There's nothing really to play for You go to Tencas In front of a, a big crowd It's always a difficult game It's a very tough game It's a hard game to play in Some of these young guys Come on today Look very comfortable Lowry got a goal McKinnon got a goal you know, they dominated the game after they went 1-0 down. I think the manager will be really pleased with his preparation so far leading into Wednesday night's game. But one man who can't be pleased is mm. Robbie Nielsen. Uh, at the back of your mind, you're thinking, the kids have just mm. taken us apart. Well, don't worry, we'll hear from Robbie Nielsen very soon. Indeed. I mean, Alex Lowry in particular, Chris, is he the one that... That you know really might might play a part on Wednesday, might come off the bench, might play a key role in the Scottish Cup final. How exciting a prospect is he? Um, yeah, Lowry's a, a massive prospect. Um, I think he's already shown, you know, in the, the few games that we've seen him in, that he could already comfortably, you know, cut it at, at this level. Um, I, I don't expect that he will start Wednesday, and I'm not even convinced we'd see him off the bench. But I think, you know. Playing on Saturday Potentially from the start um, I, I think he's, he's got every possibility Of doing so um, He's uh, You know He shows a lot of maturity For somebody that young um, I think he's what Only 18 still Turned 19 shortly um, And he's obviously got A lot of quality A lot of You know Vision um, Good control of the ball And you know Good goal today You know To kind of drop the shoulder a bit And just kind of Stick it in straight away Leave Gordon with no chance So He's very excited But there's a number there I mean I think Leon King Has looked solid as well And in Divine, um, when I've seen him the last kind of couple outings or you know, couple of games, where he's uh, appeared. I thought he's looked strong as well. So it does look as if the, you know, we've got a number coming through uh, to support, you know, the, the experience we've got and the experience that we might look to bring in um, in the summer. You've got to like that finish, Mark. I think he's done it before as well, where he's sort of running in his stride and there's no real back lift, and all of a sudden he's just stroked it. Into the yeah. bottom corner It's a great technique to have isn't it Takes a certain player To do that We can all do that uh, In our time But he looks a touch of class Just the way you can. Uh, we say it all the time in here You can just tell with some players When they break onto the scene The way they move With the ball The way they receive it The way they pass it The way they finish Where they're actually going With their career And he looks like uh, A real find and, and the boy king as well So I think Rangers fans Can expect to see a lot more Of him next season Like Chris makes a great point At the start Gordon We're obsessed a bit With Wednesday And you know None of the players Who started Today will start on Wednesday Mm. Everyone who'll start on Wednesday Was rested But what about next weekend 
Is it outrageous to think that Alex Lowry could play a big part in a Scottish Cup final? Absolutely no chance. And I think in today's no perform- chance that he'll play a big part. No, that he, he, right. he could. I think on today's performance, um, I think the manager would have every confidence in putting him in next week. Gone. I'll depend on after Wednesday night. He'll assess what's happened in Wednesday and then look towards Saturday. But I also think that if I seen Lowry in the team sheet next week if I was a Rangers fan or concerned with it I wouldn't have a problem the boy's a talented talented player some of the young kids played well today they'll be in and out the squad they'll be in and out the first team rightly so because Rangers have got a massive squad and a lot of players there and a lot of quality players but it's just the timing it's nurturing along you look at Lowry since he signed his contract he's in that first, he's now a first team squad player and uh, I think he's thriving on that Is it as simple as that Today Chris That we did not see Any of the starters For Seville Because they weren't involved But maybe the guys like You know Scott Arfield And Maybe Alex Lowry Maybe Steve Davis Or, or you know The way that Scott Arfield Was protected You know Maybe that means he's the, the sort of closest Of the ones that played today Is that the way you would look at it? Yeah absolutely that, That's the way I see it I think you, you could make an argument For the likes of Arfield Playing um, I I don't think he I don't think he'll get the nod um, on Wednesday night. Um, I'm, I'm actually lucky enough to be going and have a ticket for the match as well. So looking forward to that trip. Um, but I, I don't think he'll start. I think Arfield is likely to come off the bench. Um, I don't see Lowry coming in at all. But you could see the likes of, of Davis. Um, and again, it's Ramsey. It's you know it's well documented. It's not really been um, a great spell up here. Um, but I think if anything, he's more likely to feature in the. The, the Scottish Cup final next Saturday so yeah it was as simple as that for me I don't think any of them will start but a few of them could play a part you know either as substitutes uh, tactically or if you know there's an injury to you know one of our centre backs like you know Balgan could come in and, and you know easily slot yeah. in there as well Right come on quickly you have to do it it's compulsory how'd you get from Dumbarton to Seville and back again? But uh, mine's actually not too bad uh, go via Edinburgh to Gran Canaria stay over in Gran Canaria one night Gran Canaria to Malaga over Malaga for one night Malaga to Seville by train in Seville and then the same route back so yep. fortunately I've got friends in the Canary Islands to put me up a couple of nights Lovely. Oh, I'm happy so. with that that sounds like one of the least stressful combinations that we've had yeah. I think Chris has got it all figured out I'd rather be in the bathroom <laughs> Always nice, nice when you've got mates that have got a police in Gran yeah, Canaria absolutely. just to Bonk, bonk down. I like that He's well prepared yeah, he And we wish him all the best And safe travels uh, Thank you very much To Chris <laughs> Let's advice, hear Jordan. what Giovanni Van Bronckhurst Made of it today The game Alex Lowry Cedric Eaton Scored as well Some other youngsters on show Really pleased Because uh, as you said we, we changed A lot of players For today Also a lot of youngsters Get the chance to start And even come in But you know We're still you know, I told the, the players we are wearing the shirt and we are expected to win games. And um, that's what we did today against a very good side. But, you know, I'm really impressed about the way we won this game. We, we wanted to go, uh, keep going. And, of course, today uh, a lot of players didn't travel, but uh, we had players who needed minutes to be, uh, to be better prepared for the last week. And also the youngsters who came in did a really, really good job to control the game in the second half like we did against the strong side. It was, was very good. You just have to have the confidence to keep going and to make sure you keep playing the way uh, you did before the goal. And uh, that's what we did. To, uh, I think the, the goal from Alex was good. Uh, and of course Cedric, you know, he, uh, he made the 1-1 out of a, a set piece and he had a big chance just before that. But 
you know, also for him, he didn't play a lot. He came into the team now and uh, he played really well. So I'm really happy with all the performances today. These young players are working hard in the academy and uh, with all the help of, the, of our coaches to, to be able to give them game time in, uh, at, in this moment is, is good. And I think they, they play really well. I just told them to enjoy, don't be afraid to make mistakes and uh, just go out and, and, and enjoy. And that's what, we, what they did. So that's what Giovanni Van Bronckhurst makes of it Rangers fans What did you make of it today With a view to Wednesday Pick up the phone and let us know And we are nowhere near done On reaction from Trophy Day at Celtic Park as well So we'll speak to you next It's Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line 0141 951 What a day of football It's been the final match day For the top half certainly of the Premiership The bottom half play tomorrow It's all confirmed really down there or, or the big talking points are Dundee are down automatically So it doesn't really matter what happens to them against Livingston St Johnston will face Inverness Cali Thistle in the playoffs So again, doesn't really matter what happens to them against Hibs And Aberdeen against St Mirren I guess just playing for places in the bottom six Incidentally, we've had a lot on our minds But quickly, what did you make of the fact That it is not the fairy tale of Arbroath And Inverness instead who will play St Johnston? First of all, I thought it was a game very low in quality. Um, neither side deserved to win in regulation time or in extra time. And so it went to penalty kicks. And when the dream dies, that's the worst way for it to die. A penalty kick shootout. But credit to Billy Dodds and to Callie Thistle. Two men sent off and they still got there in the end. Yep, well done to... Old teammate of mine's Billy Dodds because nobody could have probably predicted that. I know Inverness have had a decent season, but our broth, you're right, was a fairy tale. They've been um, by far the pick of the bunch out with Kilmarnock, and it was just a game. It's so poor, and our broth have only got themselves to blame because, like you said, a couple of men sent off, maybe unjustly, but Inverness came through. Bit of breaking news at the bottom tonight or this afternoon, I should say, that Mark McGee will not stay on as Dundee manager. Does that surprise you no, in any way? No. no. I think it's been um, the massive gamble. I think everybody's looked at it, gone striking, knows Mark McGee very well, Think thought the experience would help. It was an absolute disaster in the making, Gordon. It didn't work out for Mark McGee's. He's had jobs before and was successful. Uh, he's an experienced guy in football, but Dundee was certainly not the place. I don't think the fans were having it as well. So they've got uh, life in the championship next year and uh, it'll be interesting to see who will be the next manager. Yep, so it's finalised at the bottom, it's finalised at the top. Celtic got their hands on the trophy. Let's hear from some of the standout players from this season. These are the thoughts of Cameron Carter-Vickers speaking to Sky Sports. I think there's even a question in here about whether he'll be a Celtic player next season. I mean, it's hard to sum up, you know, it's... Um... It's been a special season, it's a special day for the boys and all the fans and our families and uh, yeah, we're loving every minute of it. You know, mathematically we were champions last weekend but we wanted to come out today in front of our fans and uh, put on a show for them because they've been great for us throughout the season. I've enjoyed every minute of it, like I said, from day one when I come in, the boys were great, the staff were great, the manager was great with me and I've, I've just been loving every minute. Fans will want to know what happens next. Um, I'm just enjoying today at the moment but uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see, yeah. that's not the answer they wanted. No, Cards close to the chest You know, Near Beaton's gone Tom Rogic is gone Is Carter Vickers going or staying? Likewise Jota uh, These are the things that will have to be decided And quickly You need to create 
or to continue the positive atmosphere that has been created by Ange Postacoglu. Uh and so Celtic have a very busy summer I think the fans want Carter Vickers to stay they want Jota to stay they'll be disappointed if neither stays or one goes and the other stays You could run through the list of Celtic mm. players that have contributed in a meaningful way for a defence that was so heavily criticised last season to now have Cameron Carter-Vickers in it how impressed have you been? Well he's been incredible this year to form a new partnership at the centre defence sometimes takes time but he, of course he didn't have time when he came in he had to hit the ground running and he and he has he's he, he's made that defence that back line solid I think he's been an absolute standout in the league this season it almost looks easy for him at times you know he very rarely see him breaking sweat there's just something in me that tells me the Jota deal might be easier to get over the line than the, the Carter Vickers deal for I, some reason I agree with you, agree with you. and I think what I think, is that some reason then come I, on explain I, this I think I think probably Mark's looking at uh, the attraction he'll be getting from England why uh, is that more than Jota who's um, a match winner an entertainer yeah but I think right now looking at Celtic looking at Joe Hart that experienced goalkeeper building from the back I know Jota is a wonderful player and I'm not taking that away from him but I think Carter Vickers is more important for me because I think what he does is you look at Starfelt sometimes in games and you come in for a bit of criticism he pulled him through the partnership conceded 22 goals in the league massive part of why they went on to be champions he's at a great age he's getting better week in week out for me as much as I think Celtic fans want the two of them, I totally agree with that. I just think that they've got to put the uh, push the boat out for Carter Vickers. I okay. think it's important. Let's bring in Michael, who is a Celtic fan from Partick. What's your point for the panel tonight, Michael? Hi guys, good afternoon. Um, first of all, just an ecstatic Celtic fan who never expected to be in this, <laughs> this situation. I thought we were going to be like, maybe a close second or second would have been like, improvement. Um, but I mean, Sure, I'm not having a go because I know you get put on um, at the very start and you get asked where we're going to finish and so forth. You had Aberdeen in second. I think we finished like 53 points ahead of Celtic, uh, ahead of Aberdeen. So you've got like wrong and then you've got sure wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't even think you would argue with that. No, of course not. What, what, what do I care though, Michael? Michael, you missed the bit where he said he wrote the, the <laughs> he wrote the prediction on a petrol receipt after a heavy week. That's his excuse. I don't know if you're buying it. The, the red wine was obviously flowing that night, and I just think look, no Celtic fan in the right mind thought we were going to win the league. Um, so I, I do understand his point that we're going to finish, you know, like lower than um, first anyway. The, the change around Sam Ayer, Christie, Edward, you know, these were important players for us last year, and to bring all these guys in and they've hit the ground running. And Ange came in without any backroom staff. He's you know, he's got Gordon said, Gavin Strachan, John Kennedy, um, Stevie Woods. You know, he's had all these guys and he's put his faith in them and he's faith in his own ability. I think this is all on Ange, really, to get the players playing again. Doggy's just going to go to Qatar last year for four and a half million. Look at how good he's been this year. You know, just, I think Ange has been so underestimated and we all done that, even Celtic fans. We, we never knew this guy. Um, and it's just, it's a, a hat's off and a great thank you to this beautiful, lovely Australian guy who's made us champions again. He was underestimated, but I think uh, some time ago people altered their opinion of Ange Postacoglu. When he won the, the Premier Sports Cup, uh, Kyogo winning the Cup for Celtic with two goals that day, it underlined Ange Postacoglu's judgment 
in bringing in Kyogo his faith in him to be a star in Scotland as he was in Japan and that was the point at which I think people began to think this guy is a turn not just Kyogo but Ange Postacoglu so it's all down to Ange Postacoglu if you single-handedly rescue a club that was in disarray, disrepair a support that was mutinous had lost faith then you're some manager Michael's right about the mentioning the staff uh, getting by himself because somebody was on earlier comparing it to you know Martin O'Neill when he came in he had a huge job to do but Martin O'Neill had the luxury of bringing in John Robertson and, and a couple of others you even look at Gordon Strachan when he came in Gary Pendry and Jim Blythe came in with him Brendan Rogers, Chris Davies and a whole host of other staff came in as well Neil Lennon when he took over you know he had his picky staff the first time around that is so uh, for Postagoglu to come in from so far away you know and, and just walk into the building at Lennox Town himself and he, he would have had to have the first few meetings just with staff with, with Gavin Strachan and John Kennedy Stephen McManus and, and see the size of them see if it's what he thought they would be or what he was probably told they were very good coaches even though the Celtic fans had a pop at them last season uh, and then convince them on the style of play uh, that's, the, that's the thing that impresses me a lot to actually convince your staff to tell them what you want for them to then carry it out in the training pitch usually takes a long long time but he only had weeks to get that right and he had to put it implement it when there was games going on so th- there was things going wrong in games and I think as a manager and a coach it's quite easy to then rip that up and say oh listen we'll scrap it for this season but he stuck by it and that, that um, interview he did after that United game kind of highlights that that he was prepared to stick by his methods and not even bring one staff member I, I think it. credit goes to staff Mark I really do because he, he was in a situation he walked in there he could have easily emptied the staff room there's no doubt about that so he must have seen something in these guys very, very early on to say yeah, this is the way I'm going to go forward. So it tells me that these guys are very good at their job. If you want to give Postacoglu all the pats in the back for his decisions in the transfer market and players and tactics, the one thing you've got to say is, well, behind the scenes with his staff, he's got it bang on. You don't hear many people mentioning laptop boy or no, iPad no, man no, no, no. or whatever it was anymore, do you? So going a bit quiet. Well, Ange Postacoglu said when he was addressing the crowd... He wanted to pay tribute to his terrific backroom staff So clearly he's more than happy with Gavin Strachan, John Kennedy, Stevie Woods And their choice Stevie of Mac- laptops and yeah, iPads yeah. Um, Michael, how did it feel to see Tom Rogic walking off the pitch in tears for the last time as a Celtic player? So I think last year, um, not many Celtic fans would have been really that you know, disappointed um, Under Lenny, just never got a chance or whatever Again, that's under Ange, who's just like, revitalised this guy. And what a season he's had. We'll always remember the goal he scored against Aberdeen um, for the quadruple treble. And yeah, it was tearful. Um, it, was, it was a hard one to see. But you know what, he's been a great player. He's probably one of the most technically gifted players I've seen at Celtic. Um, and all the best to him and uh, Big Neil Beaton as well. Can I also say something? Mm-hmm. I've seen Mark and Gordon and Clyde Bank and Greggs were having a wee romantic steak break, I think, one time. <laughs> and <laughs> said, hello, how are you doing? And Mark just walked right by me. Uh, he's, he's like, like, no, I don't mix with the public, Michael. Yeah. No. Unbelievable. No. <laughs> Michael, when Michael, was this? When was this, and why were we not invited? You? 
Well, I don't know. Michael, you know, he's a terrible man for having my go up people. Michael, no, I think he's. Are you joking? I think he's well entitled <laughs> to this guy thinking he's above mm, other people, not dead. speaking to them. I remember that. I remember going. You never spoke to one of our listeners who kindly phones in, keeps us in a job. It's interesting because if I was rude. to bet which one of you robberyed someone, would <laughs> my money would be in you. Yeah, so was mine. Unfortunately, <laughs> Michael must have been closer to me. Anyway, Michael, the Smitty or the Dolphin? Which one? Um, Grace's bar in the town. Oh, we drink responsibly. I keep saying it. Deserting Partick. Uh, thank you to Michael. I mean Tom Rogic, Mark. No secret, Celtic fans love him. Love the contribution. I really feel like his impact on Scottish football can be felt in the sense that any Rangers fan that's been honest is delighted that he's going. Uh, yeah, usually a sign. Fans of other teams, rival teams, just probably all acknowledge that he's very good. He's never been the type to, you know, be unpopular with rival fans. He'll never have done anything controversial to annoy them or become a hate figure. He's just someone that most of Scottish football can say. He's a very good footballer Yeah well We all watch football To be entertained And we, we love watching good players uh, Sometimes you've got to Hold your hands up To rival clubs And say This guy is exceptional And just some of the moments You know his goals are one thing He scored exceptional goals That have been rightly highlighted As goals of the season He won it this year But Just some of his touches Some of his turns You know No other player in Scottish football Has really came close to him In that respect In that area Over the nine years he's been here So he'll be a, a big loss Not only Celtic But just f- from a neutral point of view Watching a, a very good player At the top of his game I mean Gordon The, the tears that, that then Had a knock on effect I think some of the Celtic fans Felt it mm-hmm. And um, it was quite an emotional moment Watching him come off Yeah I didn't think he was that sort of guy But obviously the the occasion got to him Gordon I, 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 I'm putting my hand up right away I will sadly miss him because I love watching football. I love watching people with ability, and he's got bags of it. And he opened up games and the amount of games that he won. Sometimes you're looking up thinking, well, he's not involved today. And for such a big lad, you know, just skipping by people, even this year, his goal up at Tannadice, absolutely brilliant. He's been a terrific player for Celtic. This is not about saying Tom Rogic is better than other players, Mark, or is the best player. But Tom Rogic did As they would say Tom Rogic things A very Very unique Almost like the type of guy That if you took the green and white hoops off You would You would know who he was Yeah Just the way that he moved The way he received the ball The things that he did There aren't many Players up here That, that move that way And nah. do what he does He just did things in games That you just thought Were impossible You'd, you'd look at him Take a touch And the way he received the ball Or, or, or a turn um, And you go I didn't even see that on or he's passing yeah, I mean he's passing something that's probably Goes unnoticed a lot of the time Because his goals overshadowed it But some of the passes were outside of the boot And you'd, you'd go wow I, I mean I didn't even see that And I'm watching it on the TV But he had the ability to see it on the pitch And then execute it So what a talented player And you know we're lucky that we, we had him in this country for so long Thank you Michael Enjoy your evening You think it was a big day for Tom Rogic A big day for the Celtic fans A big day for the Rangers youngsters it was a big day for this as well. Clyde One Super Scoreboard Golden Goals. Right, remember that competition that we set up in January where we put money into a jackpot every time Celtic or Rangers score? Mm. Do you think the people that came up with the competition envisaged them scoring nine between them on the final day of the league season? No. At 250 quid a pop, six for Celtic, three for Rangers. We now have, get this. 
35,750 in cold hard cash for one person to win in seven days' time. It's almost like the players knew that was what was at stake, you. And two games left. Two games left indeed. Rangers go again midweek in Seville and then, of course, in the Scottish Cup final. So we could very easily get over the 36 grand mark. I know you're listening right now and thinking, oh, I'll enter next week or I never win these things. Do not live with that sense of regret. Seriously, text GOAL to 61025, G-O-A-L to 61025. It is £2 plus your standard message rate over 18s only. And the full terms and online entry are at Clyde1.com. One week's time, 6pm Saturday the 21st of May, the lines close. You would be crazy to leave it even... Remotely close to then Do it now Text GOAL To 61025 Already over 35 grand And that number Will probably get bigger After the action It's your reaction 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open line Hugh Keevans Mark Wilson And Gordon DL are here We're into the final part Of the show And we are hoping I think we will We'll hear from Ange Postacoglu Before we leave you This afternoon uh, so let's bring in Paul Who's a Celtic fan on the line What stood out for you today Paul What's your point for the guys Hi panel How are you doing Good thanks um, Obviously very happy today uh, In the season overall um, My point for the day Was What was I think myself And I was wondering what the panel thought of Jack and Marcus at the beginning of the season Given the way Ayeti started last season he came in, scored a few goals, and we thought, oh, this guy's going to do some great things for Celtic. And then, unfortunately, just kind of fell by the wayside. Jack Marcus came in off the back of Kyogo, who hit the ground running. He was injured for most of the season. Turns it around, comes back. Top goal scorer, perfect hat-trick, overhead kick, and a momentous goal in the last minute of the last game. Where do we see this guy? I mean, you know, where do we see this incredible turnaround? Which I don't think I've ever seen before. Yeah, it's a fair point. 17 goals in 29 games. Hugh yeah, Keevans, yeah. the joint top scorer in the Scottish Premiership this season. The best thing about Giacomacus is that he filled a considerable void when Kyogo Furuhashi had his injury, missed four months of the season, and Giacomacus picked up the mantle. And his goals have contributed in a major way to the winning of the title. When he came at first, he wondered if is he injury prone. Uh, then there was the, the penalty kick business against Livingston, where uh, what should have been a win for Celtic ended up in a draw at home. But, as I say, when asked to replace Kyogo, he did, and he did it in such a way that he finished joint top scorer in the division. He can look back with immense pride on this season. Well, that's it, Mark. He's he's probably surpassed just, oh, well done, you were able to stand in for Kyogo. He scored more league goals than Kyogo by mm-hmm. one after Kyogo was taken off today. But, you know, he's he's been more than just a a replacement. Well, I think he, he's put himself in the frame to, to be the guy that could lead the line. And I don't mean Kyogo missing out next season. I think Celtic can play in a variety of ways now that Jacques Marcus might go through the middle and Kyogo can play off the side. Great luxury for Ange Postacoglu to have because he knows he can rely on him. Funny enough, I think a couple of his best games have been games that he's not scored in. I, I think he, his performances against Rangers, the one at home in 3 0, was huge. Uh, and he had a couple of chances McGregor was great in that night And he made a couple of good saves 
But the one away at Ibrox, if you remember, how he was absolutely everywhere. And I think Celtic fans love to see that. You know, a, a real number nine who is aggressive and physical, but does work in both boxes. You remember at the tail end of that game, he's in the six-yard box clearing it, and you've seen it at the full-time whistle, what it meant to him. So, you know, he's chipped in in both boxes, but of course, a striker at Celtic, always judged in the goals, and he's finished high up in, in the scoring charts. Never doubt him. And I know that you can think I'm kidding on here. I always seen something in the guy and I kept saying it and I th- I thought it would come good it's, it's easy now to back that up but he's got a knack for me as a striker just watching him be in the right position at the right time and he started adding goals to his game with that comes the confidence uh, with that comes the, the performances he's been absolutely brilliant um, and I, I agree with Mark I think he's now claiming to say you know I want to be the the main focus here because he does bring a different style of play if Celtic play with him as a focal point but Kyogo can play in different positions as well he's a big big save for Celtic now it's the second half of the season Paul isn't it Giacomacus got to the 21st or the morning of the 22nd of January having scored once for Celtic and since the 22nd of January to now he's added 16 goals it's been a, a brilliant End to the season for him, hasn't it? Absolutely, and the question also stands. You know, we, we, well, not a question really. We wouldn't have been able to do it without him. Um, he, like you said, he had a difficult start. He had a, a mountain to climb. He now stands on top of that mountain, a champion, uh, a part of the family, and I think a bit of pressure as well was going around number seven's top. But what a turnaround! And uh, I think he's been absolutely fantastic next season. Can't wait to see what he'll pull off if he. It's a full, full run at it. It'll be very interesting to see a lot of them next season when they've had a proper pre-season with Celtic. Matt O'Reilly, uh, Maeda, Hatati. Um, you know, they, they will come back all the better for this experience, and they will have a proper close season and then pre-season with Ange Postecoglou. You want to hear from Ange Postecoglou? Why not? It feels fitting to end the show hearing from the man. He just got his hands on the Premiership trophy. Describe to us what that was like as a day for you. Nah. <laughs> um, it, it, it is. It's hard. I'll try. Uh, it, it's hard to put into words because you know we, we kind of everyone knows the story. We, we've worked so hard and and you know we, we've we've had to sort of had a real narrow focus about what we were trying to achieve this year, not get distracted and. You know, when you've got that sort of tunnel vision and then you finally get there. And, and to be fair, you know, we won it Wednesday night, but you got the sense even then the players and, and even the staff were, you know, it's still not job done, you know. We, we want to finish it off um, in the right way today. And, uh, you know, every week I challenge them, every game I said, look, let's make today's game our best game of the year. You know, it doesn't always happen, but you go in there with that intent. And it was the same today, you know, and... Um, so, you know, when, I, when I kind of think about because they're human beings, they're not robots. Uh, the fact that again, you know, this group, you know, produced a performance like that when, you know, for all intents and purposes, they didn't have to. Um, it's just, I guess, pride's the biggest thing because you, you you kind of get to this point and you you look around at you know the joy it brings people, whether that's players, staff, people who work for the football club, our fans, and. Yeah, I just take enormous pride out of it. He gets Celtic. 
He has Celtic in the palm of his hand. He has the supporters in the palm of his hand. Today is Ange Postacoglu day. Tomorrow, he'll make them bigger, better, because he never stops. I mean, Mark Wilson even liked that. So I don't think he said that before. He challenges them at every game to go make that your best performance yeah. of the year. I know that might sound simple, but I don't know. It's just something you don't really hear very often. Quite a good way of looking at it. Why yeah. not? Why, why not? This be the day that we put in the performance of the season. You know what? I, I was impressed with that there, Gordon, as well, because I've sat in many dressing rooms, different teams. I've never really heard a manager or coach say that to to me. You know, it's always about certain things in games. But he's right. You know, it's quite simple when you think it. Players should go it to make it their best performance of the season, and I think his players were pretty close to that this afternoon in a game that was meaningless in terms of results. The players still. Wanted to please their manager And sign off in the season I think that shows you What they think of him They will run through a brick wall For this guy Because of the way they treat him um, And because of what he expects And I think the Celtic fans Can only expect Even more to come next season It's what you call Very good man management I agree with Mark I think if you're sitting in that dressing room You're motivated with this guy The way he goes about the business The way he speaks You know You just want to go out there And play the best for him And that's what they've achieved this year A big day today And big days to come Hugh Keevans yeah. Sum it all up for us Well today The team who deserved to win the championship Got the title Because 32 games in a row Without defeat Means that you are the kings of consistency Celtic are the domestic champions Rangers now Go towards History It is theirs To grasp Theirs to write a new chapter In the history books Against Eintracht Frankfurt Seville Wednesday Congratulations again to Celtic Getting their hands on The trophy this afternoon That's the league pretty much done The bottom six play tomorrow But there's not much to be sorted out A few different places can change Whatever happens We will look back on it on Monday And at that point We will be two days away From Rangers A Scottish club In a European final What a week it's going to be Hugh Keevans will be back Andy Halliday will be alongside him So make sure you don't miss that Monday night from 6 Grant Thompson up next And then the GBX from 6 o'clock tonight Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Call Robert Accident Repair They'll collect, repair and deliver your vehicle Providing a hassle-free service